Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right. We enter into the 10 o'clock hour. Thank you, Al, very much. And the big story this weekend and the big story potentially into next week is the potential of a government shutdown. And I thought that it's... It's something that probably most people don't understand. Um, to some extent, I would agree with you. I don't understand it either. But I do want to make sure that many of my listeners who who are older and who rely on Social Security checks, um, Social Security checks will still go out as scheduled in the event of a government shut, shutdown. Uh, the agency is considered a mandatory program not funded by the bill Congress needs to pass to keep the government up and running. Services, Some services, including benefit verifications and Medicare, Medicare card replacement, uh, would be paused for the duration of a shutdown, but the agency will continue processing applications for benefits and requests for appeals, amongst other critical functions. Um, I have a whole all host of information here. We talked earlier tonight with a reporter from the Washington uh, Post uh, about this and about what's going on in Washington. And I thought that the solution would be for the Republicans to put a um, so-called continuing resolution for a month or something like that on the floor. Uh, and most Republicans could potentially support that. Uh, I don't think a lot of Republicans or Democrats want to vote for a shutdown, a clean shutdown bill. Uh, it does get a little complicated. You have the uh, Democrats who are looking to um, expand government generally and, you know, make this, you know, you have controversies over there about the amount of money that we're spending in Ukraine and where we're going to be spending it going forward. Uh, and then, of course, you always has, have concerns about the federal debt and uh, all, all of that, that that many of you are very familiar with. The Republicans are saying, well, we need at some point to, to slow this, this horse down uh, that is galloping forward to, towards a deeper and deeper federal debt. Uh, the Republicans are more concerned about that. You have some Republicans who are concerned about it, and then some who want to slash programs, uh, which would be in the minds of many people to be draconian. Some of them are holding or attempting to hold Speaker McCarthy hostage with the argument that they would try to oust him from the Speaker's chair. I don't buy that. I don't really buy that. I think what they should do, if McCarthy is smart, grow a backbone and uh, suggest that let's have a 30-day continuing resolution that's done all the time, uh, not only at the federal level, but at the state level. Uh, we will authorize you know, one-twelfth of the budget from this year that is just ending, this fiscal year that's just ending. The 30 days would give us additional time to have conversations and figure out where there could be areas of agreement. But this is it's not good for the economy, not good for people's perceptions. Uh, there are people who have uh, have planned for a long time, uh, when you think about it, um, uh, 
uh, vacations um, to national parks. Uh, and um, right now, the parks apparently would would be open, okay? Um, they may remain open, but without certain services, including restrooms and visitor centers, which you know makes a, a visit to a national park a little less convenient, uh, no doubt. Um, will the government shutdown affect air travel? Well, it could. I mean, because obviously you need TSA workers to check for security and ticket lines, and then you need um, the, the people, the controllers up in the towers to make sure that um, the planes uh, leave, uh, you know, arrive and leave on time and in a, in a normal fashion. You have the Democrats blaming the Republicans, the, the Republicans blaming the Democrats as always, and some would say, hey, a pox on all your houses. The one thing that you need to do is to keep the government running. Uh, but I, I think there's, there's plenty of blame to go around. Uh, I'm more interested in knowing who do you blame? Uh, let's let's talk about it. Are you worried about it? Are you affected by it? Uh, there are some people who will not be affected by it directly, but if uh, the government shuts down and there's a, there's a big uh, hit to the stock market, uh, there might be people who will panic, which is never a good thing to do in terms of your stock investments. You know, hold on, don't don't sell in a market that's going down because it's going to come back. Uh, once the government it goes back into business, and and you know it it will it there, there could be a shutdown, as my guest um, at from the Washington Post, his name was uh, Jacob Bagage, uh, mentioned that they're kind of lucky because the the fiscal year ends, the budget for this year ends tomorrow night at midnight. Uh, tomorrow is September thirtieth, so that's still fiscal. 2023 again gets into some minutiae that maybe some of you are going to be bored with and i don't want to go down that lane that road but if the government shuts down on sunday technically it's shut down but it will have relatively minimal impact because obviously sunday government offices are for the most part not open anyway so what i'm going to do is like to open up the phone lines we haven't talked about the government shutdown because i or the potential government shutdown because i hoped uh, that these folks in Washington, cooler heads would prevail, and we would come up with some pl- plan forward. Again, if if you think you can gut the federal budget and reduce it by twenty or twenty five percent in one fell swoop, I think you are you're dreaming. And if you are a progressive Democrat and you want to spend more and more money, I think you're also dreaming. There, there has to be some form of discipline in any budget because if you don't have discipline in a budget you're going to have real problem at the end of the budget anyway 617-254-1030-888-929-1030 when we come back i'm going to play an exchange between cnn um anchor host jake tapper uh, he had an interview with one of our members of Congress, Ayanna Presley, from the 7th District here in Massachusetts, Greater Boston, and some of these suburbs like Somerville and, I believe, Cambridge. And uh, he simply asked her about whether the border is open, uh, or whether the border is secure. And her answer mystified Jack uh, uh, Jake Tapper. And, you know, Tapper, who's with CNN, you would think is going to be fairly empathetic with any comments that a Democratic member of Congress from Massachusetts, even a member of the squad, would make. He was um, 
pretty surprised by her answers. And I think this goes to a lot of what's going on in Washington now, that you have people in there on both ends of the spectrum, ideologues, who are not interested in, in going forward or compromising any any manner, shape, or form. And that's the problem right now. Within the Democratic Party, it's been taken over by progressives. Uh, it, it, and 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 I think I think you see that you see, you see that with the the members of Congress and also some members, including our um, our senior senator here from Massachusetts, they're not someone who you're going to look at and say, well, they were willing to occasionally reach over across the aisle. Same way on the Republican side, you have the um, the Taylor Greens and you have some of the other members of Congress on the Republican side, the Matt Gaetzes of the world, who seem to want to blow things up uh, and do whatever they can possibly do to wreak havoc. And they almost seem to be people who, um, who not only are concerned about the excesses of government, but they appear to me people who want to take government down as we know it because the government now has become ingrained a part of our lives, whether we like it or not. We have to contribute to Social Security. We don't have an option, uh, and we have to then rely upon Social Security. Uh, there are members who join the military and make a great commitment to defend this country, uh, and there's, there's a social contract with those people. They're putting their lives on the line every day for this country. We should not ever be in a position where we say to them, well, we hope you go to work tomorrow, but by the way, we won't be paying you for your time tomorrow. That's wrong. So I want to know, who do you blame? 617-254-1030, and 617-931-1030. Both of those lines are open. Are you frustrated? And if you just want to blame one party, that's fine. Let's have at it. Uh, 11 o'clock comes up. It's the 20th hour of the week. For me, it's my 16th hour. And we're going to refocus on Nightside 16 years and ask you during that hour perhaps what you would like to see on Nightside more of what you'd like to see less of, what you like, what you don't like, um, your best memories. We'll get to that, though, at 11. I want to talk about government shutdown, and are you worried about it? Um, there's, there's, there are people who should be worried about it. Back on Nightside after this. Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. So yesterday on CNN, Jake Tapper is interviewing... Massachusetts Congresswoman Ayanna Presley, and I wish you could see the video because Tapper asks her about the border and do you believe the border is secure? And Presley dances and dances and dances and as Tapper rephrases the question and very politely you could just see how frustrated he is. Maybe you could hear it in his voice. If you could play that soundbite for me, Rob, I'd appreciate it. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, our, our border is secure, and we're in the midst of a humanitarian crisis, and we have to fix a broken system. Wait, and we also need you think it is secure? You think the border is secure, or it is not secure? I believe that we are in the midst of a humanitarian crisis and there needs to be federal investment to support those migrant families. And I work with a number of those community-based organizations on the ground and they need more support. They need more federal support. This is a humanitarian crisis and it's the consequence of a number of longstanding uh, broken policies uh, that um, you know are very consequential for asylum seekers, 
uh, TPS holders and DACA recipients uh, writ large. But that is a conversation for another day. Sure, I, I don't I don't disagree with with this being a humanitarian crisis at all. But just to get some clarity on this and, and sure, that's a conversation for another day. But are, do you think that the border is secure? I just do, is that what you said? Yes, the border is secure. I wonder what planet Ayanna Presley is living on. Um, the, the bo- there are thousands of people coming across the border, uh, illegal immigrants. Uh, we have no clue who they are, where they're from. Uh, and that drives a part of the problem in Washington because you have people like Presley uh, who wants to basically deny uh, that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Uh, and. And that's pretty obvious, and it's pretty obvious the border's not secure. Uh, there's fentanyl pouring across the border, and I think that is the underlying argument here on the government shutdown. The Republicans want to uh, fund, even the extreme Republicans want to fund, make sure that the Border Patrol is funded and the military is funded, but that's not a priority for the the the. the, the the progressives, again, I want to be very careful with the language that I, that I use here. The progressives or a certain caucus uh, within the Democratic Party, very progressive caucus, the so-called squad, um, their focus is not on you know, how we're going to raise enough money to do what you, they want us to do. They just want to spend the money. Let's see what Dave and Brighton has to say here. Dave, who do you blame for the government shutdown if indeed one is going to occur? Hi, Dan. Uh, I want to wish you uh, a happy 17th coming up. Uh, you stole my thunder at first, and I could make a couple of quick points. Sure, go ahead. Um, I'm on SSDI, and I would rather have – I know you said that it, it's an essential service. I would rather have the government shut down and fix the system because they keep doing this. It's never going to be fixed. All of the, the uh, senators, they all want pork barrel uh, funding in, in there, and it, this has got to stop. This is this is why we keep going through this and spend, spend, spend. We just can't keep printing out money. Number one, uh, number two, uh, the the senators and representatives uh, are they paid by the state? I'd like to see them go without pay. And then no, see they're, how they're, quick they're, they're, they're paid. No, just so you know, the they're, they're, members of Congress. They write the bill, so I'm sure they're paid no matter what. No, no, they're paid by the federal government. Um, I, um, I'm not sure if they will be impacted by this. I don't. It believe would be nice they if they went without pay for you know failing to yeah, get but, but together. Realistically, and, but realistically, yeah, okay, that's not going to happen. Well, no, no, just I, it might happen, but. If you become a U.S. senator in this country, for the most part, you have to You're be pretty wealthy. Okay, yes. so they are not going to feel the crunch for a long time. So, and and they whatever paychecks they miss, they will always be, get those paychecks on the other side once the government is right. back in operation. So, let's say it goes right. for two months. Can most U.S. Mm-hmm. senators go to their checkbook and their savings and live their lifestyle for two months of the house? Absolutely. So. So there's okay. no pressure on them. Um, right. I, I have one more point. Um, this, um, I don't, I'm uh, being apolitical. Um, it's not Republicans versus Democrats, you know, back and forth. Yep. You know, I, 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 I'm an independent, but I would like to see 
you know, I lean more towards a Republican, you know, watch the budget. You know, we can't just keep spending, spending, spending. And, you know, so they, they've got to move on each side or, or, or get voted out, you know, because this can't, this can't keep going on. It looks bad for the world, uh, you know, to, to the United States status. And, you know, it's, um, it doesn't have to happen as it shouldn't happen. The problem, I think, Dave, is that if you ask the average American, many of whom are just trying to work their job and and raise their kids and and do the right thing, if you ask them how much the federal government owes in debt, uh, they have no concept of that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and it's $32-$33 trillion right now. Mm -hmm. And, And they assume, many of those folks would say, Oh, well, the government has the money. They can pay for it. The government gets the money from taxpayers, you, Mm -hmm. me, and these other folks. And they need to understand that concept. I think that the concept of federal debt is so far above the heads of many people because they haven't learned about it in school. And they need Um, to come up with uh, new ways to uh, grow the budget, Uh, you know, so, so we get out of the red. I mean, the, the amount per second that the debt goes on is like millions. I don't know what it, how high it is, but, right, but it's astronomical. But, but, it, it, but the way to get out of it is not to grow the the budget or for that. Or cut spending. It, it, it's cut spending. It's a similar thing. I mean, you, you, you have the government basically uh, accepts our tax dollars, mm-hmm. and then those tax dollars that we send to Washington – are spent by Washington. Now, you can look at the federal budget and say, okay, there's a military line item for the military, there's a line item for this, line item for that. Uh, We are just overspending on so many items, and that's why people are concerned now about Ukraine, the Ukraine spending. They're saying, wait a second, we don't have enough money to to pay our border agents, we can't pay our own military. Um, There's some interesting stories. Uh, CBS and and the number one job of the uh, the the representative is to make sure the government is funded and runs. And they're not Uh, doing that. That's the problem. It's it's been overfunded for years, and that debt piles up. You couldn't Mm -hmm. have that amount of debt. I mean, no, I can't spend more than I have. (laughs) I don't know why the government should be able to. No, no, but I'm saying in your life, whatever you make, let's say someone makes $50,000 a year, Uh okay, hypothetically. Well, they would not be allowed. They could could maybe go out and buy an expensive car. Maybe then they could buy an expensive house. But at some point, they, they, they need to borrow money in order to do either of those things. Uh And the the banks are going to say to you, look, you don't have the income on a regular basis that will support mm-hmm. you borrowing this amount of money. But there's no check on the government. The government basically right. goes out and borrows whatever they want on mm-hmm. the promise that they will pay it back. And guess who's going to have to pay it back? You our and kids me. and our grandchildren. Yep, and yep. that's not fair. And I nope, just don't nope. think most people have got who wrap their head around that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. the problem. Thank Thanks you much, for Dave. My call, yep. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. 617-254-1030, 888 
your thought on this. And if you have questions on it, I'd love to hear those questions as well. We'll be back on Nightside. Uh, this is real stuff that we're talking about tonight. It affects all of us, uh, and, it, and it will potentially affect our kids and our grandkids and even great-grandkids who have yet to be born. Back on Nightside after this. You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Thank you, Nicole. Let's keep going. Right now to Patrick. He's down in the in the, the seat of the problem. Washington, D.C. <laughs> Patrick, welcome. It's a, it's my I'm the one. It's, it's my fault, folks. You want to blame anybody, blame me. What can I tell you? Uh, I, I wish I you just... were a senator or a congressman in Washington. I have more faith in you than I do have in these guys. <laughs> I, I always say real quick, and I'll keep my eye on the clock here, that one of the problems on the January 6th, if you really want to blame me, because I didn't get together the Secret Service, the, Cap, the Park Police, and all the other agents that, that, that make our uh, city safe for everybody, and sit down and have a, have a party right there at the reflecting pool in front of the Capitol and to discuss how these uh, characters are going to affect all of us. You know, I should have done that. We, we probably would have been able to head off... Uh, so uh, what, what, is, what is the sen- what is the sense in Washington tonight? A sense of inevitability that no matter what we're uh, we're going to have a shutdown. Here I work with tradesmen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yep. A lot. Even though I'll get in with some of the news and the quick and the slick, but basically tradesmen and small business owners. And they go, I don't want to hear it. Whatever they do, I still have to pay for it. Yeah. Okay, this is yeah. what these people are saying. That's, sure. So I have to give them the truth. You know, I don't care. I don't want to. They say I don't want to. I don't care. I still have to pay for it, no matter what they do. And uh, so that's the that's that's the word of the people who make the surrounding area work. Uh, and also, they may add, and now they know what it feels like, wondering where we're going to get our next meal and who's when the bills are going to get paid. Well, the, the problem is that the members of Congress, Republicans and Democrats, uh, in both the House and Senate, none of them are living paid at paycheck to paycheck. I mean, they no. all have their political action committees that they can utilize. Uh, they have their own bank accounts. Look at Melinda's the other day. What did he have, a half a million dollars in cash in his house? <laughs> and, and that doesn't count the gold bars? I mean, most of us have a half a million dollars in cash at least. I mean, you, you never know. You may have to have friends over and, and you, your credit card is, is tapped out. Yeah, or How you got a good card game going. A yeah, really good card game going. And, and I'm sure you have several gold bars at, um, at your home, right? I mean, Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for them right now, Dan. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll keep looking. If, if this guy I'm, is I'm just glad I'm just glad to have you back stateside, uh, that's for sure. And well, that, I am uh, glad to be back. I was just thinking during the commercial of some of the various sites that I saw, but I just love to come home. I really do. I'm a homebody. I mean, I enjoy traveling, and, and I mm-hmm. do about once a year one of these trips with listeners, and it was a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work, and um, they they really put together a great program and we, we stayed in great places and had wonderful meals and got to know a lot of nice 
people, less longtime Nightside listeners. But it's great to be home. I'm sitting here yeah. in my studio. You know, I'm comfortable here. It's still keeping my eye on the second hand here, though. People may wonder what happened in Philadelphia. Is there a government at all? Is it open? Is the government, you know, if the government's going to shut down, was it open? Or how about the border? Is the government going to shut down? Was the government really open that we they protected the border? So if the government's really not doing anything, you well, know, you why not let? Yeah, you heard Congresswoman Presley. The border's secure. That's that's that's. A, I don't know where you got her. Well, I, I don't know. No, we got her. Actually, she's from Chicago and moved here to Boston. Uh, and, Send her back. Uh, she, she was on the city council, and now she's a member of Congress. Um, that's that's really sad. That's all I can tell out, you. She took out, by the way, a longtime Democratic incumbent, a guy named Mike Capuano, who was a a, a real um, lunch bucket. Democrat, um, who was probably one of the more progressive members of the delegation who had 20 years worth of seniority. And I can't imagine that we now have the mayor of New York who's upset with the immigration crisis. You have all these big city mayors who are saying, no mas, we, we can't handle it anymore. And we have Ayanna Presley saying that the board is secure. So what's the worry? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, so if they do shut, yeah, if they do shut down for a couple of days, it's going to be nice for the for us that and others that have to commute into the district because if the government's not going to work, then it's going to be really nice for us. You know, well, there's, there's, there's always a benefit. There's always a benefit. <laughs> hey, Patrick, great to hear your voice. Please keep in touch and, uh, and and keep fighting down there on the on the on the front lines. Okay. It, it is the front line, but not quite as bad as the border. You got it. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Good night. Let me go to Joe in Millis. Hey, Joe, welcome. Next on Nightside. Hey, good, afternoon. good evening, Dan. Thank you for taking my call. Welcome. Um, I lay this strictly on the backs of the Democrats. Apparently, our border doesn't matter, but Ukraine's do. Ukrainian military is more important than ours. And um, the, the WIC program, which could suffer, feeding Ukrainians is more important than subsidizing our WIC program. So I believe along with the mainstream media and the focus groups, they're all going to get together and find a, find a phrase that can they can blame the Republicans on, just like the mayor of New York blaming Donald Trump for the influx of illegal immigrants. Now, just in Massachusetts alone, Dan, I think we spend close to $7 billion on the tab for illegal immigrants. I I don't know it's that high, and I don't know if if that's we our, our budget is fifty five billion dollars, so I'm not sure that on an annualized basis it's that high. But I'll tell you this: it's going up, and uh, Governor Healy is worried about it, and she's asking for more financial help from Washington. The thing that's interesting is that when Governor Abbott in Texas was. Uh, waving all these red flags, people made fun of him, and, and they said, "Well, you know, that's your problem." Well, it's our problem now. And um, well, I don't think, think we're going to get we, any we, help. We, we declared we declared ourselves welcoming cities and sanctuary cities, and guess what? It's like inviting people to a party. You know, if you ever sent, you know, a uh, a neighborhood invitation to the party, and figure, well, we'll send fifty invitations, and maybe five people will show up. All of a sudden, you realize 50 people are coming. Like, you know, 
Well, I really, I was trying to make a nice gesture. I wasn't really looking for the, to accept the invitations. I don't see us getting any help then because if they're going to help out Massachusetts, they're certainly going to have to help out Texas and Florida. And the Biden administration is not willing to help out the, um, the states that are suffering the most. Not until it hits our front door. Now, Maura Healy is already inviting more and more in by just by the fact that she's putting them up in hotels and now they're going to get licenses and, you know, three squares a day and total medical services. And, but, you know, I, she, she's. Well, you, you really can't, I mean, Joe, you can't blame Maura Healy for that. That was a bill that was passed in 1983 and signed by Governor Dukakis. Now, unless the legislature wants to stand up and amend that piece of legislation and say, hey, look, we'll take care of the people who are here, but no more. you got to be either physically here as of a certain date and or a U.S. citizen, a Massachusetts citizen. It, she must have some sway in the legislature. It's all we so. Democrats. Now, what bothers me most about what she just did with this, surprisingly, this tax rebate yep. um, for um, – it, it's a it's a magic show. Number one, people are having smaller families, so of course she can offer whatever families now a little bit more of a write off. So I'm sure they're not losing a dime on the effort. And um, you know, there'll be smaller kids, there'll be smaller um, populations in school, and so it's just kind of like a dog and pony show, to be honest with you. And as long as they keep flooding our um, hotels and motels, if you have a hotel or a motel in your town or city, you better be prepared to open wide, and your school system better be prepared to open wide because you, you're going to see the wrath of thousands and thousands of illegal immigrants coming into our state and, you know, services being taken away from you or, or pared down some. So they can adjust it towards illegal immigrants. It has to well, come from somewhere, Dan. Yeah, I, I mean, this is where the where the rubber's going to hit the road. And it's as simple as that. And it's not going to affect some of the, you know, tonier communities. I, I don't think that in places like Lincoln and Weston and Wellesley, there there are too many hotels that are, that that are in need. I mean, we're talking the hotels that that are are under occupancy. They they need to fill their hotels. Those are the hotels that are going to. Uh, reach out and accept the money. Hotels like well, um, the, the mayor of Woburn, who we've had on the show, the the mayor of Marlboro, they have a lot of hotels in their communities. They don't benefit, and then they're going to have to educate the kids. It's, you know. Well, you know, I, I'm connected to Dedham in a way. And yep. they have illegal immigrants in the Holiday Inn, the Dedham Inn, the Hilton, mm-hmm. and they got an extra. Um, I think it was a hundred kids in their school system, and that's, that's just the beginning. That's, that's just the beginning. That's five. Cl- that's five classrooms right there. When you think about it, that's correct. And not to mention the extra teaching, and you know that's going to have to go on with the with the um, uh, the verbal yes, skills. Oh, absolutely, English is a second language. English. I got it, Joe. Joe, you've sketched it out. You understand that. Hopefully, over time, more people will understand it. Um, We'd love to. We'd love to take care of the world, but I don't think Massachusetts can. Joe, I'm up my break, so I got to. Thank you, Dan. Great show. Have a great weekend. Okay, go Pats. You too, sir. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye.
Susan from Cambridge will join us next. I got to take a break. I don't want to shortchange Susan back right after this on Nightside. Got Margie and Joanne as well back right after this. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Let's go to Susan in Cambridge. Susan, I'm a little tight on time. I just want to listen to what you have to say tonight. Go right ahead, Susan. <laughs> okay. First of all, I want to wish you a, a very happy Sweet 16. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Um, and look, if, if you're really concerned about debt, then you, you shouldn't want to shut down because, as we saw earlier in the year, um, even the threat now of shutdowns is destabilizing our, our credit rating. And so this is not the appropriate way to do it. Um, and I don't see, I mean, the false equivalency here on, you know, are Democrats to blame? The squad has never held, you know, they never held Nancy Pelosi hostage. They never pulled any of these stunts, you know. So I don't see how the Democrats in any way, um, there's a process for getting this stuff done. I mean, these people are legislators. Let them write some proper legislation and let us get comprehensive immigration reform. But no, everybody just wants to flamethrow and stuff isn't getting done. Um, well, I think, by the way, real as, quickly, I think I think comprehensive edu- uh, uh, immigration reform is important. The 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 devil's in the details. Um, I think we should increase legal, uh, triple legal um immigration into this country i've told you yep i've heard you say that before Mm -hmm. okay um, right and but we should know who's coming in the country right absolutely absolutely so we Um, we agree on that why we can't get um both houses in the senate and congress and i said i was going to talk and i don't want to but just i want you to understand that i'm not in favor of shutdown i am in favor of comprehensive uh immigration reform as as i would define it Right. And we also had, I mean, you said, you know, Kevin McCarthy has to grow a backbone. Well, if he had a backbone, we wouldn't be in this position because he already had a deal with with Biden over this. And then he blew it up because way back when, um, when we had those 50 round, 15 rounds of votes for House Speaker, he gave away all of his power. I mean, one person can now call for his removal. Um, and if you don't think that those crazies, you know, but, 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 are, are, are going to do that. A second. Let me make sure that I understand what you're saying. One person says, okay, we're going to have a vote on his removal. Do you think that the Republican caucus is going to remove McCarthy? I think the they're not going to have enough. I think we're going to be in the same position. How do, no, why do we have 15 votes before? They can, they can block him from, um, Yes, they can block him now. If if they take another vote, they have to like re, essentially like you know rehire him, and they're not right, going to so, do so, it. They're not going to have the votes. You, well, what? Well, wait. How many votes? If the Republicans have two eighteen. How many votes do you think amongst those two eighteen will vote to remove McCarthy? Twelve, ten. What? What? What's the number? Yeah, and that's a, well, that's enough to do it. I mean, unless no, it isn't the Democrats enough to vote. No, it's Susan. It isn't. You'd have to have a majority yeah. of the Republicans to. You, you, he has all these committee chairmen. Do Do you think that the committee chairman who he's appointed are, are going to vote to remove him? No, it'll be ten or twelve votes, and they want to go through that insanity, go through the insanity, and get rid of it. It's not like uh, it's not like that's Matt not Gates my understanding of it, Dan. No, that's not no, my understanding. No, no. Matt Gates. Matt Gates does not have the ability to call, say, tomorrow, I want a new speaker and you got to vacate. 
you got to he could say we want to have a vote on a new speaker McCarthy stands for election there's 218 Republicans who make that decision why did they have that much trouble getting to 218 previously then why did it take 15 rounds because those people held out it's the exact same thing that would be replayed anyways I don't want to I don't want to keep going on this but we're going down a rabbit hole there look i appreciate what you said i got four others behind you so i want to get them all in do me a favor Uh, next time we'll have an argument over it okay but i always enjoy your calls so much i appreciate it okay good night take care dan have a good night night. you too okay i'm going to go to uh, margie and the cat kills cat skills margie you got to be quick for me i got three behind you go ahead margie all right um i was a federal employee a park ranger for 40 years i retired two years ago been through five shutdowns. The big one was 35 days. Let me tell you, you will not be allowed on any national park site. The gates will swing shut. They will be locked. Even as a ranger, I was not allowed to go back on the site. The law enforcement rangers are considered essential, and they will patrol the site. The public will be totally locked out. And I think you remember the veterans who made their trips down to Washington yep. and were yep. locked out of the memorials. Yep. And, and that's unfortunate, and I hope it doesn't happen. Um, uh, and, and, you, and, and you're absolutely accurate on that, Margie. Margie, i got okay. three others Thank you. to try to get in. And so I'm going to cut you a little short tonight. Uh, but I owe you more time next week, okay? Thank you. Thanks, Margie. Real quick, real quick here, everybody. Let me go to uh, Joanne in Quincy. Joanne, I'm so tight. I got two behind you. Go ahead. Hi, Dan. I'm calling you from Quincy, uh, the birthplace of John Quincy Adams. And um, seeing Ronan Tyne and tomorrow sing God Bless America in front of the president's church. Yep, and but I between think you and me, he's, he was on my show a few years ago. If you happen to say see him, I say hello for me. He's a great guy. I sure will. Sure. Okay, that's all. Have a good okay, night, Okay, that's, that's a good plug for Quincy. I like that one, Joanne. Thanks. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs> all right, let me go. We've uh, got one dropped off. we got Dennis in, in Everett. Dennis, you were next on Night Cycle. Right ahead. How are you, Dan? I'll make it quick. Uh, I go around the city, but I, I'm a very happy-go-lucky guy, but I'm, I'm a minority in my own country, and that just gets me heated up. It's crazy. There's too many of them. And I think we, we will never stop it, but we, we can control it some way. It's like I went to the doctor today. I'm a diabetic. He says, if you got an ailment, we can't fix it, but we can control it. And I, that's what I think we can do, I hope. Well, I think that's one of the issues that are very important right now. We have wide open borders. We have yep. million, tens of thousands of people every month. Uh, coming across the border, and it's something that yes. is now affecting small towns and big cities across America. Uh, you see it in Everett. Mayor yep. Adams sees it in New York. Uh, the mayors of other big cities around the country see it. Um, school school departments are dealing with it, and we've left the borders wide open. I mean, you know, it's like if, if you leave your house and you leave your house wide open, unlocked, doors open. Uh, and, and all of a sudden, the bad people in the neighborhood realize that you're you're away for the day at work, or you're going up to uh, New Hampshire for the weekend. I guarantee you, when you come back, your house is going to be ransacked. Right. 
You, not, you'd be out not, of your mind to do that. Thing. Why are we leaving our borders? We're open. You know, people are oh, out of their mind to do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't there know. should be a process for asylum where people who truly need asylum should be allowed to come here. There should be a process yeah. where people who have a skill set but can help us, whether or not you know they're doctors or nurses or uh, or nursing home you know in potential employees, people the, the jobs that we have need for. And some of them are ignorant. Not all of them, but some of them are. And if I was in somebody else's country, I wouldn't. Not, I wouldn't even think of being ignorant. I, whatever. I, I don't want them or whatever because it's their country. No question, no question. Dennis, I appreciate it, but I'm, I'm, you've uh, you've finished out the hour very nicely for us. As always, thank you, my friend. All right. When we come back, it's the 20th hour here on Nightside. Um, as always, it's a 20-hour program this week. As always, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four hours, five nights, four hours. Figure it out, 20 hours. This last hour, we're going to celebrate Nightside. And I'd love to know what you like about the program, what we can do better in the program. We are now 16 years old. We go and start year 17 on Monday, October 2nd. I'd like to celebrate 16 years. I'd like to ask your favorite memory of Nightside, your favorite caller, what I can do better. Just open up these lines, Rob. Let them call in. 617-254-1030, 888-929-1030, I can take the heat if you want to bring some heat. Coming back on Nightside after this. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.